Hello there, everybody. Welcome to episode 23 of Opposites React. Today is July 1st, 2020, and happy Canada Day to all the Canadians out there. And if you're south of the border or anywhere else in the world, that's great, too. Uh, for you Americans, happy early 4th of July to you. And like I said, but to any Canadians listening, it's our day. So I hope <laughs> you're all having a good day and staying safe out there, having fun, hopefully staying safe. Though. Uh, I am Tyler, of course, and I'm here with Sarah. Heyo. And of course, we're here to talk about movies, video games, and any other entertainment or discussions that's on our mind. Uh, I know last week was a little unstructured. I sort of just ranted and got off my chest about the uh, what, Sarah, what Sarah calls FOMO, fear of missing out. Well, you have a backlog issue too, and that's what really, like, your uh, obsession with two games and not doing anything else. Right, well, let's get, let's get one thing straight. First off, you have much more backlog than I do. I'm not saying I don't. <laughs> I don't actually stress my backlog that much. It's more just <clears throat> worrying about every new piece of entertainment that comes out. I feel like I have to try and consume it right away. That, yes, then you right. have the first problem. <laughs> yes, exactly. So, uh, but I, I uh, did make a list uh, this past week of some uh, gen- like general guidelines and ideas moving forward for how to uh, maybe get over this issue, trying to uh, st- stick to a structured sort of regiment of... Uh, how I want to play or watch things every week. And then we'll sort of, we'll, we'll follow up on that here each week on the podcast, see how I've done, if I've been sticking to it or having some lapses. Uh, and for you, I, I tried to, I, I shared my plan with you the other day and uh, you know, it's still kind of a work in progress. Um, I tried to, and then for you as well, you need your own plan. I thought maybe you could take some parts of mine and just tweak it to your own guidelines. Cause we play different types of games and. Well, give me your plan first and okay. then we'll work on it. So, here and the plan ends with some specific examples which i've already put into action today so today being july 1st i figure like new month fresh start so let's try and get off to a good start a holiday for... you had time right exactly <laughs> so today is almost i mean even though today's a weekday obviously i almost treat today like a weekend in terms of how i play it things feels right? like a weekend yeah exactly so. you know i keep thinking like today's sunday i'm like oh man i, I got pro- i got pro recycling tomorrow I'm like no i don't wait <laughs> I tomorrow's know. thursday i 100 agree <sighs> so uh so i wrote down 2020 gaming backlogs what i named this Word document, whatever. I was at work. You should so. have done half year 2020. Yeah, exactly. That's crazy. We're halfway through the year I know, already. Right? Like 2020 can't end soon enough, it seems, <laughs> for most people, I'm sure. But okay. So, first, I just made up like a bullet point list here. So, first thing I said is um, this is mostly structured towards video games, by the way. I do touch on movies a bit down uh, later on in this topic. Uh, so, I said uh, for video games, play efficiently. And by that, I mean, I'm talking about mostly playing, if I'm playing like a. <clears throat> A open world game, for example, like I say, play efficiently. Yeah, so limit limit side quests where possible. I'm not saying don't do side quests at all, <clears throat> but like don't do the ones where it's like, oh, go collect twenty of this thing. If you're only gonna get like a minor XP out of it, like just. But how fo- do you know what item you'll get? What if they don't tell you? <laughs> what if you get a rare piece of gear? Well, to be fair, a lot of the games that I'm playing, I'm playing recently are ones I played before, so I already know mm-hmm. going into those worlds what to kind of ignore. Like for example, if I'm playing Assassin's Creed Two right now, I'm not chasing all the feathers. <laughs> okay. Oh man, but how do you not list, get all the feathers? You get the gear in the end. That's awesome. Oh god, I still have nightmares about Assassin's Creed one of those flags. flags. Oh, oh man, I got so many of them and like I got like almost three quarters of the way and I said, This is stupid. Even using a guide or a fact for that game is so frustrating. But back then they had a pretty decent guide yeah. for that. So yeah, I was that's true. quite impressed. So anyways, uh limit side quests where possible and don't worry about collectibles are my two main <laughs> points for that. But those are so fun. <laughs> um now this one's kind of uh an interesting I don't know, like this this might be a rule that I tweet, but for now I'm trying to say 
play at least two hours on each game. So by that I mean if I start playing a game <clears throat> that morning or that night or whatever, I want to play a game for at least two hours. If I, if I, if I want to play longer, that's fine. I can play it for three or four hours if I'm really into it. But I don't want to have a thing where, you know, I play for like 40, 45 minutes and then I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm not feeling this or maybe I just failed and died in a mission. I don't want to do this anymore. I'm like, no, you got to like stick with it. You got to progress. You can't just give up every time you hit an obstacle, right? So two hours feels like a decent, two hours feels like you've accomplished something in most games. Yeah. You know, like... When I don't but, think you're shark and animal crossing for two hours, I feel great. I did make a my only uh, tweak to this example though would be something like Apex. Like if uh, Apex, I'm not gonna necessarily say I have to play for two hours at a time because I have separate goals for Apex, which I'll touch on mm-hmm. a little bit later in this point uh, bullet point list here. Uh, my next uh, point, and this is mostly obviously based towards um, like story based or linear games, is I'm saying try and set goals or targets around story based achievements or trophies. So for that, I mean, you know, like when you're playing a uh, when you're playing a linear game, and it'll it was always like trophies, like finish chapter one, finish chapter two, and et cetera, et cetera, right? So, so I feel like that's a good guideline too. Like a chapter or a, a segment of a game is usually around an hour or so, give or take. You know, it doesn't always work that way though, because sometimes games like Uncharted do not do not have those progressions if you play on easy. No, you're right. You're absolutely right. There are some that, in, in which case, okay, so in a game like Uncharted, for example, has a lot of uh, weapons-based achievements. Yes, like get do. twenty kills with a certain gun. Yes. So I would say like just focus on using one weapon for an amount of time, and eventually by the time you hit that trophy, it'll probably be like you know an hour later or something. Yep. So um, I like what I like to do is look at an FAQ. Yeah. And then try to get like to the next bullet point of the FAQ in a night or something, or like try to go by that. Yeah, that see that works for your RPGs. I Most of my so. games don't really have that sort of structure, but I see what you're saying though. That could be something for your example that could work. Yeah. Uh, I wrote down here. Okay, so for Apex Legends. Like I said, I don't need, necessarily need to play this two hours a day. I mean, it's a good chance that I might if I really get into a game, like, you know, because some matches are like 20, 25 minutes. I don't so understand it's, how you survive with <laughs> all this time. <laughs> um, but for, so for Apex for me, for example, I said just try and complete the da- all the dailies each day. There's four daily challenges each day. Or if the dailies are really easy and you finish them like 20 minutes or something, then just try and finish a weekly or something, something that's already in progress. So, for example, today I played, I timed it. I played for about an hour and a half approximately. I got all the dailies done and like, two weeklies so it's already some of them are already halfway done but i got a lot of stuff done today in an hour and a half like i went up like four battle pass levels or something oh so that's like a really productive day uh and i was playing ranked too so more progress there too um my next point here is um for me this is my point uh try and finish three story based story based games per month and by story based again i mean something a little more linear some, this is something that's usually probably around like a eight to 12 hour playtime, not something like a you know red dead or anything like that mm-hmm. this would be like our call call of duty is probably like six or seven hours but mm-hmm. uh with your time it sounds like you can be that in two days <laughs> well no because realistically i'm probably playing at least like at least two different games a day if not even three in some cases Jeez right Louise. so living the life <laughs> <laughs> you can do this too no, we're gonna get I have up. half an hour of Animal Crossing and then yeah, I'm yeah. done by the way that's true so this morning what I did is I think I woke up around 7, 7, 7 or 7.10 this morning Lucas was already up by this point he was, I was watching YouTube in the living room and I get up and I'm like okay like I'm not hungry well I wasn't I wasn't hungry but we were also having we were having a later breakfast anyways because you were having someone over around 9 so I'm like okay I'm not going to get up and eat right away I said me I'll get up go downstairs grab the switch come back to bed and just do Animal Crossing in bed for like an hour which I did so I got all my daily Animal Crossing stuff done I got all my fossils mm-hmm. I uh bell tree yeah the bell Rocks. tree you know just your usual island maintenance I did all that stuff for an hour or so which is cool so I got that sort of out of the way for the day first thing in the morning um and then I'll, I'll get to my schedule later but anyway so I'm gonna finish up my list here uh going into transitioning to movies for a second here 
Uh, I have down written down here, trying a lot, two days, minimum two days per week to watch movies. That doesn't necessarily mean I have to watch, like, just movies for the day. I just mean, like, uh, you know, on two separate days, watch a movie, essentially, right? So whether that's tonight or Friday or whatever, um, you know, whether it's Netflix, Amazon, something from my, well, there's really not much of my library I haven't already watched. So mm-hmm. my, everything that's on my wall over there, I've already seen at least probably more than once. But so this will be mostly streaming stuff. But uh, and that goes for us having to try and watch those Ghibli, Studio Ghibli yep. films uh, in the next month or so. Uh, and I also did down here to add on to the last point. I said try to watch at least one new film per week. So I could dip into my previous films. I wanted to rewatch something, you know, which I do all the time. But I want to try <laughs> and have at least one new film experience every week. I mean, because the thing is, if theaters were still like a thing right now, I probably would be going to the movies like twice a month if the movies were still releasing at the rate they were supposed to this right. summer. You know what I mean? So I feel like watching one a week at home, a new film at home seems fair. Um and here's an important point going back to... Now, again, this rule could obviously be tweaked. It's kind of vague right now. But this is going back to the video game rules for a second here. And I don't honestly see this rule applying to me too much because I'm usually pretty knowledgeable going into a game of what I'm going to expect to get out of it. Like, I don't just kind of buy a game blind and be like, oh, I have no idea what this is, if I'm going to like it or not. But I wrote this down anyways. If I'm if I'm more than three hours into a game and I'm not feeling it, just move on. Like, don't, like, because I've had that t- so many times I've tried to, and again, this is my personal, I'm sure a lot of people there love the game, and I'm sure maybe it's really good once you get, like, five to ten hours into it, but I just can't, I can't get past that initial early hurdle for me is Breath of the Wild. Oh, I, yeah. I keep trying, I want to like it, and I just, I know, th- I know the beginning is intentionally slow, it eases you into a lot of the systems and the world and everything, but I just, I don't know, I, I can't, every time I pick it up, I put it back down after a few hours, and I'm like, you know what, I can't keep restarting this, it's, it's just a waste, so I'm afraid I've got to settle that eventually, I'm going to have to move on, I think from that game yeah no i have 100 agree like i can't i've tried it multiple times i i sold our physical copy being like i'm never gonna play this ever again it just bores me and then i bought it digitally for some reason because everybody's <laughs> i got sold on the hype again it's like I, hey i still don't like this i don't know why i did that but one day one day i'm gonna try again but not, not anytime soon so again so that's my list for now like i might add, i might add on to the list by next week or i might tweak some rules but for now it's my initial guidelines and i also have some separate things written down here for the specific games basically the let's call them the live se- live series yeah. games that i always play i have rules for these and i also have some rules set in place for like goals for me from before the end of july of what games i want to beat so i'll tell you here so for the consistent games that i play which of course anybody who listens right now is knows is apex legends and mlb 20 the show so for apex my goal here is to be to, to have the battle pass level up to 110, which is obviously the max, to have it maxed out by August 1st. Okay. So, so basically, because I think the current Apex season runs till August 11th, if I'm not mistaken. So I'm giving myself a little bit of a buffer there. But I really don't think it'd be a problem for me to hit 110, especially because I said today I already went from like 75 to 79 in, one, in like an hour and a half. So mind you, today was um, like there was new weeklies yesterday. So mm. the first couple of days you play a new uh, week is always a bit quicker to level up. But Anyways, basically, I, I gave myself a rule of like one level a day on Apex, which seems perfectly reasonable. Uh, same kind of goes for MLB. For MLB 20, my goal is to get my XP level up to Diamond 7 by August 1st. And again, currently I'm at 80 on like 80 gold on MLB 20. So again, it's like it's not even really a level. Well, it's, yeah, a little less than a level per day. So again, perfectly doable for MLB, I think without overexerting <clears throat> and then so for, for some specific games here uh one of which i'm already in the middle of and one which i started today which with a goal to finish so i'm going to my goal is to finish the last of us remastered uh including the dlc by july 6th 
Uh, now, I haven't played it yet today, so I probably need to get on that because <laughs> I think there's only five days left here. But, uh, I mean, the weekend is coming up too, soon, too, so uh, I don't think that'll be a problem. I think I'm already almost halfway through this, the regular Last of Us story, and the DLC, I think, is only a couple hours, maybe, mm-hmm. so it shouldn't be too bad. And then uh, I run here, finish an Assassin's Creed game by July 31st. Look at this list. I don't know why I said July 31st instead of August 1st. Why my other guidelines were August 1st and this was July 31st. I don't know what I was thinking, but um, so anyways, because recently I think what about a month or so ago, I bought the uh, the Ezio collection. collection of PS4 from Amazon. I think. Yeah, you got hyped on Bahala, and you're like, okay, yeah. well, this goes on sale. Let's get this. So it's actually really cool. So I, I it's actually kind of kind of funny because p- popping the disc in my PS4 today. I'm like, when the heck's the last time I played a disc based game? Mm. Everything's always been digital for the last like year, probably or almost, but. Uh, anyway, so I popped the disc in and it, it installed, obviously. And then I, when I went to the menu, you know how most of these collection menus look nowadays? They'll just have like, you know, you, you have like all because all three games are usually like whether it's the Uncharted collection or, or anything else. Like you and just your, your main menu will just have like all three games. So you mm-hmm. just kind of scroll through the menus and be like, you want to play number two or number mm-hmm. three or etc. So for this one, it's kind of cool though. For this Ezio collection, I didn't realize this even. I don't even really think it's it listed on the box art. Not it's not super visible. It's in fine print on the back there, but. It includes, because um, obviously, like the Assassin's Creed, the Ezio collection, it, it is chronological. So, like Assassin's Creed Two, Brotherhood, and Revelations, they all take place in that order. They don't jump around time the timelines or anything, right? So, for this collection, I guess apparently back in like two thousand nine, when Assassin's Creed, which I think was either the year or the year after Assassin's Creed Two came out, two thousand seven was Assassin's Oh, Assassin's Creed Two. Two, I think Sorry. it was oh nine. Yes, yeah. it was. So I guess Ubisoft did some kind of like short film that was on YouTube. Um, it was like a thirty-six minute. Um, film that kind of explained it was like a prequel to Assassin's Creed 2 so it explains the, the backstory of like Ezio's father because mm. which which segues it's actually kind of funny watching the watching this short film today which says just, just over half an hour probably, actually 36 minutes probably including the credits so it's probably about half an hour and when I watched it, it was kind of cool because it segues perfectly into starting Assassin's Creed 2 because Assassin's Creed 2 very minor spoilers here, but for anyone who hasn't already played Assassin's Creed 2, I mean, the game's over a decade old, for crying out loud. Um, at the beginning of Assassin's Creed 2, Ezio's uh, father and brothers get killed. Like, as a part of a conspiracy, they're framed for something, and uh, that's how Ezio sort of becomes an assassin, right? He realizes his dad was an assassin. Mm-hmm. He finds his dad's robes and the, the hidden blades and all that stuff. So that's all kind of a, a tease in this short film that you watch. Now, the <laughs> the short film itself, I'll say this, the quality is not great. And by that, I mean, like, the video quality, like, this thing's definitely not... Uh, um, it's obviously not like 4K. It's not even. I don't even think it's 10. Didn't even exist. I know. I'm just saying they didn't. They didn't like try and with this collection coming out recently. They didn't try and like re, oh, re, like re uh, we call it um, not remaster. They try to increase the resolution of the the video file. Mm-hmm. Right. Like I don't even think it's 1080p. Honestly. Oh really? <laughs> so well, it, funny then, yeah. Maybe. But and the acting is okay. Um, <laughs> the honestly, and there's there's a couple of it's it's based on Assassin's Creed. So there's a couple of fights in this film. Um. The fight choreography is actually pretty decent, but my god, the editing is... Wait, so is it live action? No, so I'm okay. going to get to that in a second, but I'll just say the... So the fight choreography I thought was pretty good, but the editing, you can't even see what's going on. Oh, no. So it, it's like something out of an early 2000s action film where like a director doesn't know how to edit, so he just choppy. Uh-huh. But uh, no, so this is really weird. So it's kind of a mix of like... Like, it's real actors, but everything's green screened. Um, you can tell like the backgrounds when they're walking around, like they're walking in front of a green screen, and right. there's a lot of like some some parts of me even look like FMV. You know what I mean? Like, weird. I think it's a hybrid. It's some kind of a weird. I was reading up on a Wikipedia earlier that whatever the engine they use to make this film, it's like part CGI, part live action. Okay. So I don't know. It, yeah. It's an experience. It was. It was something <laughs> interesting. 
so yeah how so was the story though for me how was the story that's right basically like it's only half an hour you're yeah. essentially just getting a little bit of backstory on Ezio's dad um like interestingly enough they used Ubisoft which I guess makes sense they use the same like so the the guys who did the voice acting for Assassin's Creed 2 they also do the acting in this short film oh okay so you have the same actors so same not, voice actors yeah. like it's yeah I mean it's you know it's not something you go out of your way to watch right. uh, you know for any other reason like as a narrative experience but if you're gonna watch this before playing Assassin's Creed 2 I think it was kind of interesting okay um yeah and apparently after Revelations which is the last game in the Ezio trilogy there's also another short film they did called like Assassin's Creed Embers and it deals with like an older Ezio like Papa Ezio yeah like being paranoid <laughs> about being hunted down or something I don't know so that's kind of cool they added that stuff in the collection I mean lecture yeah, as well it has to do with him of course when I logged in too I totally forgot how like <laughs> you know Ubisoft has that thing the Ubisoft club you play well, they call it club now don't they Oh, I don't whatever. think they call it you play anymore. I think they rebranded it. A lot it. of free stuff. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, I logged into this thing and it's like it still remembered my Ubisoft profile. Oh, good. However long, like it's funny because my like my PSN name is is Supreme Loser, right? But my my old freaking Ubisoft oh. account was still called Square Phoenix. Right. <laughs> so so log me into this thing. And it's like you have eight hundred Ubisoft coins to spend. Yeah, I'm like, I spend it all on Assassin's Creed uh, outfits. Yeah, I know exactly. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, I played um. I don't know. I played all. I think I played a couple hours of Assassin's Creed Two earlier, or it felt like a couple. Of, I don't actually. I didn't time it to be honest, but I know I did finish the first sequence. Like this is a game where it has that like achievement thing where it's like sequence one, sequence two, sequence right. three. So it's easy to keep track that way of doing like a level. If you do like a sequence per day, you'll be done the game in like two weeks, right? Right. So yeah, we'll see how I that goes. I remember the ending of that game being horrible. Like the final mission. Yes, I remember it very vividly. It was like three in the morning, and I wasn't gonna let it go to bed without it finished. And I remember being terrible. <laughs> playing it today, I still have some nostalgia from playing this game back, like the 360 when it came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember really liking the the opening, like um, the opening title card for this game. Like the game, like you don't actually see the title card. I probably the told, music. I was yeah, the music is great because oh. the music, yeah, Jesper Kid, who's an amazing composer, he does like the Hitman games. Oh, does he? And I think he did he did all the Ezio games. I don't know if he did any other Assassin's Creed games. Again, on the new ones, I don't think, but he's a great composer. Like but yeah, when, you, when I heard that song, I was like, I should go on Spotify and see. I know. Soundtrack yeah, it's great because there's like so like an hour and a half into the game is when you hit see the title card usually, and that's when like you and this is before your your father and your brothers get killed at the start of the game. So you and your brother are like climbing this tall tower, you're having a race, mm. and like the music kicks in as you're climbing this tower, and you get to the top, and your brother's like got his arm around you, and he's like, "It's a good life we live, we lead, uh, lead, brother," or something. And then the music, right. and then the music, like the camera pans out, and you're on top of this it roof, swells. and yeah, so it's pretty good. It's a good. It's always a good moment that stuck with me in the in the last gen uh, cycle <laughs> um anyways that's creed uh and then i was uh, one more rule here um sort of a generic rule for wait did you say sorry? three games you didn't say three games that you're playing this month you said assassin's creed and last of us well, yeah i haven't chosen a third yet it's my next point i understand my next point is i want to finish an an fps so any first person shooter whether that be a call of duty game could be a far cry game yeah you crisis got, you got anything world like, war two last month yeah. as well. but finishing fps by the end of july basically which will not be hard because most fps campaigns are like six to ten hours so yep and i'm not gonna be playing on like super hard or anything probably normal so those yeah uh, that's my so those are my general guidelines for now like i said today i've had a good start um like i said weekends definitely won't be a problem for me hitting these goals it's just like so weeknights well weeknights my usual um routine has always been to play some form of apex and mlb usually in one or the other and then like i said lately i've been trying to play a little bit last of us so i'm trying i don't know trying to get into more of a structure of just playing 
well, as I've already mentioned, I want to pl- finish a few story-based games. Maybe play... Maybe I should tweak the list. I'll, I'll work on this for next week. Maybe tweak, when I said, like, finish an FPS, maybe I should say finish a new FPS. Because mm. to be honest, most of the ones in the collection I've already beaten. Like, I've beaten that's all the Call true. of Duties, aside from World War II. You haven't been Gears 5 yet. Gears 5 true. I haven't been Gears... Well, again, that's not an FPS, though. But is it third person? <laughs> it is. Every time I say one, you're like, it's third person, sir. It's like, really? Well, you, what do you think I was third person recently? Far Cry. Yeah, and you thought Last of Us was first person, and it's not. I don't know what's wrong with me. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, so uh, we last couple of days we've been talking for you because your situation is a bit more unique. Because obviously, I'm sure you mentioned on this podcast many times before, you are a JRPG gal. Yes. As most people know, JRPGs are not short. Like <laughs> what's what do you think is like the shortest? I'm using air quotes here. Shortest JRPG you've ever beaten? Like maybe 15, 20 hours. Yeah, JRPG? I was going to say between yeah. that for sure. Like it's almost possible to get one under that time frame. If it's not, under, if it is under that time, it's probably not very good. It's a Western RPG, it's yeah. not a JRPG. Uh, I don't even know. Like, 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 like you, you told me today, you think that you're like almost a, you're about a fifth through Persona Five. And I'm probably thirty or forty hours in. Yeah, that's crazy. So because I'm completion, my problem well, is yes, completion. That's true. Yes, you're trying to max out those social links or whatever. Like sometimes it's very refreshing to play a game on Switch because mm. I'm not chasing trophies. And I wish I could break that for the PS4, but I can't. I know they're there, and I don't want to have to play the game twice to do all the social links. Maybe you can finally break it for the PS5 cycle. <laughs> I, well, I have no plans on getting PS5 anytime soon, so like I will be stuck. Not stuck. I will love my PS4 for quite a bit of time still. So I have enough games on there and PS3 still to go through. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> so for you, yeah, we tried to talk about it today. For you, we said maybe... Maybe you can beat two games a month. Maybe. Yeah. Like, it depends. Because I get, uh, you're playing four games at the same time. I don't know if I could do that. Like, I can play maybe two RPGs at the same time. Um, usually, I try to do one RPG and one puzzle game, like Picross, or, um, or a music game like uh, Hatsune Miku, is how I usually structure it. But I think I might go with a two RPG structure this time, just so I, I am in... Uh, part of the way through persona 5 and i'm really having a really hard time getting hyped up to go back to it because i haven't played it in months so i think i need to start something new to get me back into playing rpgs because i've only been playing animal crossing for a very long time now it feels like and i'm coming to the end of having things to do in that game so i think i can stick to a two rpg structure and get myself into playing these long reading adventures again you need to find like a small indie game or something to throw in there too. Okay, here was the okay. I started that this year. I have beat seventeen games this year. I looked at my list this year. Okay, I maybe actually liked two of them. Which two? Um, I liked Cyber Dimension Neptunia. I'm not counting Danganronpa because we beat that before. Right. Uh, there was another one. I don't remember. But like, what was, wrong, what was wrong with all the other ones then? I played them because they were short because I felt mm. like I needed to beat something to be like, yeah, I feel like I accomplished something. These are all my backlog. And I felt nothing <laughs> after beating them. I was like, why did I waste my time on this? So I need, I think I need to be an actual game I enjoy. Like, man, do I really want to... Sp- there, there's somebody on um, Twitch doing the Summer of Trials or Trails. They're playing all the Trails of Cold Steel game before four comes out in october i'm like that sounds like such a great idea i can this month is called jrpg july where you're just you're supposed to play jrpgs the whole month it's it's a themed thing and you go on twitter and you type the hashtag and people say yeah good job for you but i like that sounds like such a great idea because i have gotten 
not very far in the first Trails of Cold Steel, but I love Trails in the Sky. So I know I would love these games. It's kind of like the Persona games, your school structure, going out to battles, school structure, romance, whatever. But I know I'd love it. But <laughs> it's another very long game. So I don't know if I can balance that in Persona at the same time. So yeah, I'm open to suggestions. I know I know the whole point of this, I guess, probably is to experience new gameplays or new games and stuff. But I was thinking for you, what if you went back and did like a new playthrough of Fire Emblem Three Houses or something? Oh, but like, I love that game so much. Yeah. You do a different house, right? Like, yes, I did start doing the deer. Golden one? Golden deer, yeah. yes. Because people love Klaus. Is that his name? Klaus? I think so. Um, actually, no. That's a lie. I started doing the Black Eagles again because I wanted to do the second Black Eagles timeline. But I can go back and actually do the other houses. And since I pretty much am good at getting all the characters in my party, I didn't purchase a DLC, so I would like to play that. Uh, there's just so many caveats here. But yes, it's definitely a possibility. But I fear that I would not play anything else if I started that game because I know how much I love that game. So that would be a time sink. Very true. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, like I said, we'll um, hopefully by the time we do next week's podcast, we'll have a good report to come back um, on. I believe I was bribed with donuts to play games. It is true. <laughs> I, I did. There is there is a uh, for anybody who have to be listening to us uh, from province of Ontario here. There is a in southern Ontario specifically. There is a nice donut chain down here called Beechwood Donuts. They're nice because they're vegan and delicious. Right, and they uh, nice thing is for the last couple of months, during this whole COVID nineteen situation, they have been offering uh, delivery to your house. And now mm-hmm. in the past, what they've done is every week they've They'll, they'll, I think it's like one day a week. It's like a Tuesday. You have to go online like 9 a.m. and you have to go on and put your orders in because these things sell out fast. Like they've got so many orders. And they, they put up a list of like six donuts. You don't get to choose. There's just a list of six specific donuts that they chose for that week that you can get in the box. And then they you know, deliver it to you for an extra charge or whatever. But the, the donuts are delicious. I've had them. And you would uh, never say like, ooh, it's vegan. Right. It's like, yeah. it's decent. But recently, I guess they've, uh, with the rules kind of opening up around here in Ontario uh, for some shops, I guess they're going back to uh, more of a regular time, regular hours and stuff. Um, like, I don't know if they're actually allowing in-store pickup no, or not. just in-store well, pickup, yeah. In-store but pickup, no, like not, no, no, no seating and no, right. no eating inside the store. But you can get indoor pickup now. But now they actually have their selection available online. So you can choose exactly what donuts you want. No more fritters. Yeah, I read them all to you today. I think, so I think they have a list of 12 different donuts online and like you, like nine out of the 12 you'd probably like. Yeah, because every time I wanted to order, they were sold out of cookies and cream. And I <laughs> want to try cookies and cream very badly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yes, I I might have to take the bribe to get stuff done. <laughs> Yes, I did. What did I say? What did I mention you? I said that you would. If I could complete my, if I can stick to a goal for a week, so from today to next Wednesday, if I, or Tuesday, I guess mm. you would order the donuts on Wednesday to pick up for the weekend, so I could have a donut on Saturday and Sunday. Yes, yes, that's <laughs> a good plan. <laughs> the things we have to do for Sarah. Yes, for Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> uh I don't have anything to talk about really movie-wise here. Uh, I haven't watched anything in the last week. I, I keep trying to finish this one movie on Amazon. Like I, well, I probably would have finished it today if I wasn't. Like I was watching it and Lucas was down here playing his Switch and he was asking me a bunch of questions. So <laughs> I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna I'm not gonna focus on the movie right now because mm-hmm. so I just turned it off. But there, there was a movie that I started watching on Amazon last week. 
And the only reason, the only reason I stopped watching it was because I probably started watching it like 1 a.m. one night. And I got like, happens. I got halfway through it. And I'm like, I'm just too tired to finish this. And it's not the movie was bad. It's just I didn't want to fall asleep and miss anything. So I stopped and I probably should try and finish it. I, only, I think there's only like 40 minutes left in the movie. I should just finish it tonight. But uh, it's it's called 21 Bridges. And it's a, it's a generic, you know, it's a generic title for a generic movie. And I'm going to say that off the bat. Um, but I knew going in, it's a generic cop film. Like it's, it's got a really good cast. That's what drew me into it. But uh, essentially it's just about a, a couple of criminals who, you know, they, they, they knock off this, there's like this restaurant that had a secret, um, I don't think they had like a heroin operation in the base. I think they were just storing the heroin from a drug dealer or something. But these two guys rip off this restaurant. They steal like 50 keys of heroin or whatever, which is like millions. What's a key? Yeah, kilos. Oh. Yeah. Uh, this is terminology they use in the movie. Okay. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm so out of it. So, yeah, these two guys steal some heroin and uh, – or is it heroin or cocaine? Oh, my gosh. I can't remember now. I – it might, well, be, it might be cocaine. cocaine. It's probably cocaine because like they do mention they have to cut it. So I'm pretty sure you cut cocaine. I don't think you, do you cut heroin. No, you don't cut heroin. No, you sure? No. I think I know cutting cocaine is I a thing. I watched Train Spotting. All right, <laughs> Jeez, How long have we seen Train Spotting? <laughs> you really made a sequel to that, right? I know. Yeah. I think my mom watched it, and I was like, it's exactly the same same cast too. But uh, yeah. So anyways, this is this movie. Um, yeah, two guys. Uh, they they try and offload this cocaine. So they could, you know, make a few million and then skip. Like this happens in New York. So they're trying to, you know, skip town as fast. Because what happens is when they rob this place, um, the cops show up. and But the cops weren't called. Like, it, was like a, it wasn't like a secret alarm or anything. I think the cops were, like, part of this drug deal. Uh, like, corrupt cops. cops. Yeah. yeah. So, but anyway, these cops get killed in a shootout. So now, like, the whole city is gunning for these two guys. Because, you know, cops have been killed, obviously. Mm-hmm. So and the reason the movie's called 21 Bridges is because they had the idea to shut down all the bridges so they can't escape uh, in the city. Uh, how do you do that? Yeah, logistically, it sounds like a nightmare. They kind of like they kind of do gloss over it in the film. It just happens. Oh, like, they, like the guy should shut down the bridge. Like, okay, <laughs> I'll shut down the bridges. I mean, I guess it's different. It's different from like the Dark Knight Rises when they just blow up all the bridges. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, same as this one. It's uh, so the the main character, the main cop, who's like this cop is set up as like the ultimate good guy cop. Okay. Now, now he's now he's but but he also has a reputation of being a um a a killer. Like, he's a killer of cop killers. You know what I mean? Because his dad was killed in action. Oh. So he's notorious for killing criminals who kill cops. Okay. So when, they, so when these cops get killed in this thing... What happens? Or, you have his opportunity to do well, yeah, this. Well, yeah. They, at the beginning of the movie, they mentioned that he's been in, like, IA. Like, he's been at in investigations for, like, five or six times for being involved. But he's he's cleared every time. So it was, like, a clean shooting. Uh, you know, like, the other guy drew first, so I put him down kind of thing, right? It was clean. So... But everybody knows that he's like he doesn't arrest people; he just kills them. <laughs> I see. But he but he does his job by the book, so he's a good cop, right? right. He's not one of these corrupt cops. So, anyways, like I said, I, I'm all, I, I'm a little more than halfway through the film, so I can't tell you how it ends. Obviously, but I was gonna say right now, so far, it's very predictable. I'm pretty sure I already know who the bad like, bad cops are gonna be. Uh, like it's set up so that like the, the one cop who shows up to the scene is like you you got this you're a good guy you're gonna do right I'm like yeah he's definitely in on it like you just know <laughs> well you know why because you don't cast a guy the the guy that cast for the role was the guy who did like he's in a bunch of things like J.K. Simmons he's he was like the J. Jonah Jameson from the Spider-Man films the oh, Tobey okay. Maguire ones oh, he's you know so that awesome. guy but like you put you don't put him as a like, police captain if he's not corrupt you, yeah he's not in the movie for like ten minutes for nothing yeah exactly so he's definitely in on it I'm gonna call it now even before <laughs> I haven't seen the end of the movie yet if I report back next week and say he was in on it I won't be shocked man I want a movie one day to hide the cast list so you just don't know who's in it. <laughs> Like, that'd be such a great thing. Like, if a Christopher Nolan movie came well, out, you just don't know. Like, you give away, like, three characters, but the rest of them, you don't say You know what's cool? I like, yeah, not many movies do it anymore. Back in the 90s and 2000s, there were some times where actors would take role, take uncredited roles. Yeah. 
and it was cool. Like the most notorious example of one that blew me away when I heard about it was back in like 2005. I own the movie on Blu-ray, by the way. It's a really good film. But a movie called uh, Kingdom of Heaven. Yeah. Uh, it's like uh, it's a historical. Um, well, by historical, I mean it's it's it. Some parts are true and some parts are a little fictionalized. Like they took some liberties with the story, but it's based on like based on like Jerusalem back in like the I don't know what 1800s or something. But okay. the main character is like Orlando Bloom. He's like a blacksmith or something. His his wife dies. It's like Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. Anyways, Orlando Bloom, he's like a blacksmith. He finds out like Liam Neeson is his father. Liam Neeson is like a king or not king, but he's some kind of royalty and he dies. Liam Neeson dies and kind of passes his role on to Liam Neeson. But anyway, so Liam Neeson meets this. Liam Neeson ends up uh, when he gets to Jerusalem, he ends up uh, uh, working or serving for one of the English uh princes or kings or something sorry it's been long so long since i've seen the film but in the, the, the part my point is in this role that the, the king or the prince or whoever of england that he's or yeah i think they're english yeah the england that they're that the that he's kind of like serving for the guy wears a, the guy wears a mask the whole film because he has leprosy okay. as part of the plot but so and i thought the voice i thought the voice sounded a little familiar when i heard the voice behind the mask they never show his they never show his actual face well that's not true they do show it later on when the character does die spoilers i mean he dies from his leprosy disease and they take his mask off and his face is all deformed so you can't really tell that it's the actor like he's probably wearing makeup or something but anyways he went uncredited but when i heard about it afterwards uh it was actually uh, it was edward norton oh he did an uncredited and this is back when everyone was like a pretty decent name like he was a, he was a maybe not an a actor like low a high b actor but anyways, he was a no name and he took an uncredited role in a very big budget film and i thought it was interesting hmm. like because he really he was probably one of the best parts of the film like his his performance and yeah he just didn't get credit for it so when everybody found out about that it's like oh that was it's cool yeah it's cool right like i, I yeah it'd be nice yeah you're never gonna see it nowadays because like studios they bank on names uh, they want you to, i get that that's how they put the butts but in I the think seats if like, one movie did it that would be like such a twist that everybody would go and see and be like oh my gosh who's in this movie who can we point out like or like mm-hmm. you just don't know until you go see it it yeah. should be fun so yeah what was i talking about Twilight bridges yeah got off topic there uh oh yeah the movie is like i said the movie's very generic so far um like I said, it, it was. I'm pretty sure it was a theatrical release. I don't think it had a big oh. budget. Um, How old is it this year? It or was 20. Year? I want to say it was 2019. Yeah, it just went on Amazon recently. But uh, yeah, so that's pretty much all I've watched recently, and I will. Like I said, we will. We will this weekend probably get around to watching one of the Ghibli films for sure. We're going chronologically, you said. Yeah, so I think it starts with 1984. I believe it was like Nausicaa of the Wind. I'm like ninety nine percent sure. <laughs> we'll find out when yeah, we watch yeah. it. <laughs> um yeah. So well and we gotta oh we're gonna have an exciting weekend on our hands with Dang and Ropa. <laughs> oh man. well this weekend we'll probably only get to the last um killing. And then if we have following week we'll do the the investigation trial, then we'll be done. Right. Because but things are getting weird. Like the last, the way the yeah, last weekend was kind of weird. I'm worried that's going yeah. in a bad direction, and I really have to know what's going on. <laughs> I need to quell my fears. <laughs> well, well, we'll report back on that next week. No spoilers, because that honestly, that game deserves to be uh, gone into without any spoilers. Do you have what? Are you enjoying this one more than the first one so far? Like, even though it's not done yet. Um, I think. For some reason, I think I'm liking the trials more in okay. this one than the first one. But I think overall, I like the characters better in the first one. I was going to say the exact yeah. same thing. I like the char- like there was a way more annoying characters I could do without in Danganronpa. And again, I don't know what I'm not. You, I think you, you may have alluded to me that three does more of this, but for, for some reason, for me, two two has gone a lot more into the weird 
sexual territory than one did. Two is a lot uh, more innuendo. Pandering. A lot more innuendo yes, in two. Yes, for like, sure. I yeah. 100% agree. Or some, not even innuendo. Something just like straight in your face. Like yeah. at one point in the last trial, you, your main character, your, your protagonist says something and Akane says something like, oh yeah, you, you can feel me up if you want. And I'm like, what? <laughs> why, why? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> why, why? Well, her whole thing is with like... I know. It's in her yeah. backstory. It's yeah, been yeah, established. Yeah. But and still, then it's how, just... how Sonia is not a, a, not a virgin either. <laughs> so they always go about that too. Yeah. So, I know. Yeah. It, it's, it's a Japanese I, it's, thing. Exactly. Yeah. So that'll probably continue. And all the poop jokes. <laughs> I miss, I miss uh, all the poop jo- yeah. jokes. Yeah, no spoilers. You talked about all the spoilers. Good job. No, I didn't. Well, now you know who's alive later on. Why would I mention? Oh, you. you... <laughs> ha! Ha! Go play it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just hoping this ends. Because you fell asleep during Jagaropa 1 ending. So I'm really hoping you don't fall asleep. Oh, I, this oh, I time. learned my lesson. Yeah, we, that's why we split these nights up. If we try and if we try and play like four or five hours a night, it's just not going to happen for me. I'm just going to. Well, my favorite thing is that for these ones uh, in number two, they do split. They do have a halfway point in the that's trial true. where you can yeah. save and quit. We have not done that. <laughs> no, it feels we'd forget everything. I know. So it's like thanks for the offering, but we'll just keep going. And honestly, you know what? The thing with two for me, also this one, why I'm not really feeling is, like I don't know. In the first one. In the first one, Monokuma was pretty, like, I don't want to say terrifying, but he was, like, he did enough to keep you on your toes. Like, you weren't really sure what he was going to do. He seemed a little unpredictable in the first game, Monokuma. Okay. And this one, I just find him very annoying, and I find the whole Monomy thing annoying. Okay. I'm hoping that maybe there's a payoff there. Like, it seems like there's something weird going on with I th- Monomy I need now, to know their backgrounds but, yeah. to feel like I understand their motives, because right now I don't. But, like, all these, they have me. all these sequences in this game where Monokuma just, like, beats up Monomy. Like, okay, this is just, pr- like, get over this. I'm Like, I'm done with these now. Like, yeah, this, like, the first f- couple times were fine, yeah. and after that's like, okay, I get it. So, I don't know. Yeah, I just feel like, I don't know. There's unnecessary things, for sure, but... If the story pays off, it was totally worth it. I don't even care. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. <laughs> okay, well, I think we're going to wrap it up here. Uh, you got to go play Last of Us and finish your movie. I may do... Oh, no, here we go. We're changing the plan already. No, no, no. I'm just trying to think if I want to do movie first and then... You'll fall asleep. It'll be boring. <laughs> You'll have the coffee then. <laughs> All right, well, I'll figure it out. I'm not going to drag this on. Um, so we'll wrap this up here. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. Stay safe, and we will see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.